1: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to tonight's show. What a wild energy this weekend. I'm so grateful to be sharing this time with you, and and I'm grateful that I actually have a voice because I woke up without one this morning. Yesterday was... um, An extraordinary day for me. I did a wonderful one-day workshop, uh, kind of a deeper dive into the Ho'oponopono process and inner child work, and it was such a wonderful day. But I was very tired this morning, so I am wide awake and vibrantly alive and happy to be here with you. So for those of you that are new to the show, I share some spiritual wisdom in the beginning, Our producer, RJ, is not with us tonight, so for those of you that I've already spoken to that are in the queue, you're all set. For those of you that I have not spoken to yet prior to the show starting, please remember to uh, press 1 on your phone to let me know that you want a reading, and I um, I will get you in the order that you called in, but I won't be able to speak to you before because we're already live. Okay, so I'm Eileen Gottlieb, the heart healer. I am your host for this show. We've been offering uh, live readings and spiritual wisdom for a few years now, a little over a year. Actually, my goodness, time flies. A year and a half here on the Heart Healer Network, but we have shared this time on Blog Talk Radio on other stations. So we've been doing this for a while and really enjoy sharing this time and sharing spiritual wisdom with you. So I always ask before um, the show begins, what shall I share tonight? And because we're in the beginning, or not in the beginning, in the middle of uh, two very important holidays for the Jewish religion, um, it very much connects with the Ho'oponopono process that I teach, and it's a good way to begin the show tonight. So the Jewish New Year is Rosh Hashanah, and the Day of Atonement is called Yom Kippur. So many people are familiar with these holidays um, because most people have off on them from school, etc. So they become familiar with them whether they're observing them or not. As much as I became familiar with all of the holidays of the other religions when I was growing up, which is a good way to to learn and to experience other uh, religions and beliefs, etc. And so, between the time of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, there is a ten day period called the Ten Days of Awe. That's A W E. And this is a very important time. Um, It's a period of introspection, repentance, and it sits between this period, between the Jewish New Year and the Day of Atonement, um, because this is a time when we're basically asking for forgiveness for anything that we didn't do that wasn't the right thing, right? And... And the belief is that the prayer that we will be written into the book of life for another year. And so the concept of reparations for what we have done wrong, so to speak, or what we judge as having done wrong, or what we have done that has injured another person in some way, shape, or form, the religious context is that it's reparations for a sin of some kind based upon the dogma of a specific religion. And so I love that Ho'oponopono, which is what I have been so blessed to been teaching the last year, even though I have been doing the process for over 10 years, I studied it last year and was guided by spirit to start teaching it. And the process has been, So incredible. I love the process. It has been profound in the change and the healing and the clearing that it has offered in my life. And the work that I've done with my clients, with the intro workshops that I've done, and yesterday, as I said, was this my first of a one-day kind of deeper dive into the work as well as the inner child uh, relationship, which is so significant for all of us. Um, We all have stuff that we experienced as children, that we don't need to judge. We don't need to um, do anything with it, but clear it. Clear the energy of it. Ho'oponopono is such an exquisitely simple yet ancient process. And what I love about it is that it started out as basically a practice of reconciliation or forgiveness For the family, it was facilitated by an individual. Everybody in the family had to be present, which was a lot easier back in ancient Hawaiian times, you know, 2,500 some odd years ago, because this is an ancient Hawaiian process in the most current modern times of our ancient history. But in truth, it's tens of thousands of years old, this process. But the ancient Hawaiians are known for it for now. And, and so what happened was because a core value of the Hawaiian people was peace, peace in the family, peace in the community, this process helped everyone to maintain that. And doesn't that sound like a wonderful process that we, that we could all benefit from, right? And so everyone in the family had to express love for each other, ask for forgiveness, apologize for whatever they did that created the, confl- the conflict the conflict uh, the conflict whatever the issue was that created a separation in the family right and everyone had to express gratitude. So that's a reason why some of the language that many people know the Ho'oponopono prayer for is I love you I'm sorry, please forgive me and thank you And you might have heard it in a different order. it all works it's the same you can say just i love you or you can say just thank you it's a simple process and basically it is a clearing process for the root cause of anything whether it's physical emotional mental spiritual whether it's a disease whether it's ptsd whether it's fear or grief it works for it all it is unbelievable how how fast and how powerful it is and so When we think about the need to find balance in our lives, we live in a world that is filled with polarity, opposites, good, bad, right, wrong. Um, and, And what's good to remember about this is that no matter what it is that we're struggling with, if we can find a way to bring ourselves back into balance, it all works. Because it's all just an opportunity to learn. And for me, my mandate for teaching, my sole purpose for teaching in this lifetime is about conscious connection to the heart, that we're all here for the same reason, whether we know it or not. And that is to remember how to love ourselves, how to be a loving presence in our relationship with ourselves first. This relationship with ourselves is like the most important relationship because who we're being in our relationship with us, you know, us with us first dictates or determines who we are in every other aspect of our lives. In our relationships with our family, our friends, our neighbors, our colleagues, our business people, our businesses, if we're entrepreneurs. It defines everything. So if you notice that you're struggling or feeling a sense of block or, or challenge in any area of your life, I invite you, start with who you're being with you, because wherever there's a struggle in our lives, it's a mirror of where we are and who we're being in our relationship with ourselves. So something, something to consider. So the interesting part to me is that because this is the 10 days of Awe for the Jewish religion, and I teach Ho'oponopono, and that's all about reconciliation, atonement, shall we say. And we think of atonement, we're not really sure what that means to a lot of people. So atonement is really, it is a reparations for a healing of something that we have done wrong or an injury that we have created to someone else or induced upon someone else. But the word Ho'oponopono in its translation, the part of it, P-O-N-O, is to be correct, to be in harmony, in spiritual alignment. When we put the Ho'op, the H-O-O-P in front of the Pono, it gives it action. So it is, it is a process that supports us in correcting old programs, erasing them, the data, the memory that causes suffering for us. And what that does is when we're able to accomplish that, it sets us free, free to be at peace, free to experience joy, because everything in this realm is cause and effect. So depending upon who we're being with ourselves depends upon what effect we create in our lives. It's simple, yet sometimes quite daunting when we think about it. It's a, it's a huge concept, but a simple process. Could you imagine that all you have to do is start saying, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me and thank you as often as you remember it, or just, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, or just thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and that you could do it at any moment of the day, and it will start clearing whatever the issues are that you're having, and you get to just kind of observe how your life shifts.
2: It's that easy.
1: I love to teach it because most of us want that left brain understanding of why you're doing it who you're saying it to, what it's supposed to do, what it's supposed to shift, how it does it. So that's why I started teaching it. Because to be honest with you, I trust and know and do based on intuition, but I also have a brain and I'm grounded and I love to learn and I love to understand. There are many things that I don't need to understand and I just trust and know that this is what it is. And I follow that wisdom. This I wanted to understand, and if I'm that way, then I imagine a lot of us are. So it brings me great joy to teach this work. I am going to start as soon as I figure out the technology part of it, which may take me a little while, to start doing this on air, not necessarily um, on blog talk radio, but on webinars for across the Internet to make this more available to more of my listeners, more of the people that I connect with on social media that are not local to my community, so that I can be supportive of more and more people. Because this work is so powerful that I just can't keep it to myself, and I don't want to. So, all right. Anyway, we have a lot of people in the queue. So I am going to just remind you, if you called in, press 1 on your phone. If you do want to ask a question, I see a couple people in the queue that I don't see have asked to ask a question. So I just want to make sure that you know that you need to press one. Otherwise, I will not um, connect to your phone line. OK. All right. And for anybody that's that popped in after we started the show, hang in there with me. I will get to you. Our producer is not with us this evening. So I am manning the studio. And anybody that's listened to this show before knows how much I love technology. I am loving it tonight. Let's say that. Okay. (laughs) All right. So let's go to our first caller. Hold on. Let me just get this open here. Welcome, Patricia from Alabama. I know that you are a first-time caller, so
3: welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much, Aline. How are you?
1: I'm very well tonight. I really am. I have to say, as I mentioned earlier, I was pooped this morning. I was very tired. <laughs> but I have become very energized at the idea of being with everyone tonight. So I am fully present here and ready to serve you. How can I do that? What's your question?
3: Yes. My question is, thank you, Ali. My question is, I would, um, I would like a, uh, may I have a general read? Um, and if spirit has, well, may I have a general read from today throughout, um, to the end of the year and if spirit, um, has any messages to help me get through my nursing school journey, um, I would like, um, I would like that too. Great, greatly okay. appreciate
1: that too. Oh, my joy. My joy. All right. So just take a couple of breaths into your heart center for me, Patricia, and let's see what we can bring through for you. Just gentle, focused breathing into that beautiful heart center in the middle of your chest. Thank you. So this is... Um, this is an interesting time for you. Um part of me wants to say to you that um do you have a headache by any chance? Does your head yes, hurt you study. at
2: all? Thank yes, you for I'm sharing it with it me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <I do. laughs> okay. So so I wanna say to you, um it's a tension headache, honey. And and so it's gonna be really important for you as you move through this this next few months and really it's a it's a good basic um, self-support principle is yeah. is you're going to need to move through your stress with a little bit more consciousness because you're holding on to a lot of it. And that's what this headache is, is feeling like. Um, and so I'm going to invite you um, before I even bring anything else in that you consider um, breath is a very, very wonderful tool for increasing your oxygen levels in the body and just as you breathe you become very present and in the moment and as you breathe out you allow yourself the ease of just releasing whatever doesn't serve you in that moment and if you begin to do this on a regular basis it will it will help you significantly to to create more more balance in your life because that's really missing i know you're working on it i know you've been striving for it but you need to come up with a plan that will give you very concrete processes that you can be committed to following. Does that make sense to you to start with? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Thank you for that confirmation. All right. And so and so, if we look at it from the holistic perspective, the physical, the breath is good, movement is good, and it doesn't matter what it is, you get to choose. But movement is good in terms of being in the present moment, aware. And the more mindful we are, and movement helps us to um, accomplish that connection to the present moment, um, it fosters it really nicely. It helps us to, in the present moment, awareness, we get to be more in tune with what's going on with us. Is our heart rate up? Do we have a tension headache? Is our our muscles tense? our shoulders really up? And then, you know, when we take a couple of breaths and we drop that stress, that tension, and we take a couple of breaths and we realize, you know, our heart rate's going down a little bit more. There's more relaxation in this body. The more we're able to actually pay attention and hear and notice what it is that we need, what and then make a conscious choice. To me, our greatest power as a human being, our superpower, so to speak, is conscious choice. We're always making choices, but the only way we make conscious choice is if we stop and pay attention. And we can't do that if we walk around 24-7 stressed. So you are invited to create that change. This is a great time to do that, to create that change so that the next few months and beyond will be easier for you, much easier. How you hydrate the kinds of foods that you eat, the more alkaline helps tremendously to create a balance in the body, less stress, better immune system, less exposure, and, and effect of being exposed to people with flus and, and upper respiratory infections and other infectious agents. Your body will just reject them. They won't take hold. So you will feel and experience much more health and wellness, right? Okay. And so the next few months can be either very stressful or they can be easier for you. You get to it's not determined yet. But if you if you don't make any changes, it's going to be very stressful. And your body will take the hit. And you mm. don't want that. I know you don't. No. So give yourself the gift of really making choices about being conscious of who you're being in this relationship with yourself. And look at it, if you will, from the holistic perspective. Take some time quiet time to look at how do you do the physical part of you what do you do day to day how do you nurture it how do you stress it do you get enough rest do you get enough sleep do you get enough play do you get enough movement do you eat foods that nurture you do you get enough hydration all these things and more Take some time, do some journaling about it, not for the point, not for the purpose of being in judgment of it. Don't go there. There's no love in that. Remember, we're here to be Uh loving presence unto ourselves. Do it just for the awareness and then make Uh some conscious choices about how you can tweak it so that you are feeling more in tuned with you, more open to receiving inspiration and intuitive wisdom And more in balance. One of the questions that you can repeatedly ask yourself is, if I choose to do this, will it promote me being in balance with myself and my life? And see if you get a yes or no. And then choose. Right? Because if it doesn't bring you into balance, it will increase your stress level if it increases your stress level, the body takes the hit.
3: Mhm.
1: Okay. Okay. Everything mm-hmm. is affected by these choices that you are being asked to consider making.
3: Okay.
1: Okay. So, it's up to you. It it really is. It's up to all of us, Patricia. We are the ones creating our lives. The 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 thing is that, and this is based on Ho'oponopono principles, for every 15 bits of information per second that we're conscious of, there are Uh like 11 million bits per second that we don't have a clue about.
4: Oh my goodness. And all of
1: that (laughs) is creating our reality. Oh. That's why I love this process because you want to keep being as present and conscious as you can and keep clearing whatever it is that doesn't serve you. So if the Ho'oponopono process, as I described it, speaks to you, just keep going. Whatever this is, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, or I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me and thank you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it will help lighten the load. Whatever this source of stress is, I love you. Whatever this headache is from, I love you. To the source, you're saying it. I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me because we don't know how we create it. I love you, I'm Mm -hmm. sorry, please forgive me is all being directed to the source of the issue, the challenge, the suffering, the headache, the stress. Mm -hmm. The thank you is to God for clearing it. That's what those words mean. But if you just want to say I love you and repeat that, that's fine. Just say thank you, repeat that, it's fine. It all works. And you don't even have to mean it. It all works.
3: Okay. As far okay. as your nursing
1: school journey, can you just tell me where are you in it?
3: Um, oh, God. I'm a, I'm a baby in it just started this semester.
1: Okay. All right. So you want me to share with you what I can about this process for you? Okay. Hold on a second. Let me just yes. see what I can bring in. Being a nurse myself, I empathize with you going through nursing school now. <laughs> 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 oh, nursing my. and and but... the profession has changed a lot in 50 years, let me tell you. Let me tell you. I'm an wow. old diploma school graduate, and I chose that. We had BSN programs back then. I chose the diploma school. I started out in a BSN program, and I didn't yeah. love it. And so I chose to transfer out into the diploma program because all I wanted to do was do the work. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do the nursing. Yes. So I, I want to say to you, I am I know that I'm saying that because you're having the same issue. So um, yes. the the beauty of it is unfortunately there aren't any diploma programs anymore. They they have gone out of existence. Um mm-hmm. and so And so the best way I can say this to you is this. It is an honorable profession and always will be. It is a way to serve. And the beauty of it is that it offers many different expressions of service. What I do in my private practice with energetic healing is Is my license to touch, because it's required in the state of Florida where I live, is my nursing license? So there are many different expressions of being a nurse that one can choose. You're not limited, which is the beauty Mm -hmm. of it. You can go strictly allopathic. You can go holistic. It doesn't matter. You have many avenues to express how you serve humanity through this profession. The sciences I know are very challenging. Mm -hmm. They are. Get tutors Mm -hmm. if you need it. Don't wait. Get tutors if you need it. They're a necessary part of it. The applied science is much easier to deal with when you're not a scientist, but they don't have that available at this time that I know of. So just do your best to get through it because you will be able to apply it to the clinical field, the clinical aspects mm-hmm. of your of your service as time goes on. The first couple of years are very challenging.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But hang in there with it. You're in the right field. You're, you're going in the right direction. Okay. Just ask for help as you need it. You are very purposed for being in service in this way. Your kind heart, your compassion is very much needed in this profession. So I encourage you to stick with it. You're welcome. I encourage you to stick with it and remember this phrase, ask for help. Don't okay. struggle with it. Ask for help when you need it. And you will get through this. Find the balance.
3: Okay. Okay. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. You're oh, welcome. I'm so did that glad answer I the called. question that
1: you were did that answer the question that you had as far as your nursing journey?
3: Yes. Yes. Good. Um, everything. Um Yes, the struggle definitely um asking for help, you know, um you know, not sitting there just thinking, "Oh my God, and I don't want to be the only one here when everybody it seems like everyone else they got it and and I you know I don't, and um, so yeah, asking for help is yeah, I don't know, I just have a I don't know if I just have a problem with that, if I think that maybe if I study this a little bit more or maybe if I study it a little differently or I don't
1: You know what, then ask ask for help in how you can do that because there is no one way to learn. We have to find our best way to learn, you know. Mm -hmm. So ask for help. Mm -hmm. Ask for help from your professors. Ask for help from if if they have teaching assistants you know, ask for help. It is, it is a perfect mirrored reflection. And, and everyone, I want everyone to hear this as well as you. The struggles that we have are a mirror of who we're being and where we're going. Here you mm-hmm. are asking to enter into a program where you are going to be serving people that have to ask for help.
3: <laughs> and right. most
1: of them don't like it at all.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know, we, we are stripped picture this. We walk into a hospital and, and if we're having a procedure, let's say, or we're ill, the first thing that happens is we are stripped of our identity. Our clothes are taken from us, even our underwear most of the time, right?
3: Mm-hmm. We put it,
1: we have an ID band that's put on us. Our jewelry, we usually are asked to remove it so that it's it whatever the situation is. We're stripped of our identity. We're put mm-hmm. in a foreign environment with people we don't know that are going to touch us, that are going to do procedures on us. We have to move into trust, and we're naked in the process.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And we have to we have to trust and ask for
3: help. And a lot of times the, in those situations we are afraid to ask and we have so many questions indeed. that we want to ask. <laughs> indeed.
1: So you get oh to God. see that having them now, if you can master this now, early on mm-hmm. Imagine the wisdom that you will be able to share with your patients that you work with, that you really understand the process you understand where they're where they're coming from, and you're here yes. to help them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I that you will do at it, at it in a way. way that feels and the, and that you'll do it in a way that empowers them. This is translatable to everything, which is why I'm spending so mm-hmm. much time with you. It's translatable to everything for all of our callers. And for anyone listening to the replay. I'm so grateful you called in tonight, Patricia. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Thank you so much, honey. Have a good night. I would like to remain online. You can. You can. I'm just going to take you off the
1: microphone. Please do. And and thank you so much. Blessings, honey.
3: Blessings. Good night.
1: Good night, honey. All right. Thank you so much, Patricia. All right. We're going to go from Alabama. Our bags are packed. And we're going to go north to North Carolina. And we're going to talk to Marcia. Good evening, Marcia. Hey. Good evening.
2: How are you? I'm
1: well, honey. How can we be of service tonight? I was calling about
3: my job interview. I'm graduating December as, with my nursing so I understand what the first caller was going through. Just <laughs> good study habits. Got <laughs> you know,
4: it. just good study habits.
3: And you, you, she'll find her niche. She'll find a niche on how to study. Um, but, yes, I have an interview tomorrow, and I was just wanting to know what do you see as far as how it's going
1: and if I get the job. Okay. Just breathe into your heart for me, Marsha. I love the energy of it. The, all of us nurses tonight. This is funny. Okay, um, this job is a good fit for you. Um, I want to say it's going to feel a little uncomfortable the interview process, but don't let it don't let it throw you the The feeling that I get is that this is a very good fit for you, so go in with the confidence of knowing that you will serve whoever you are serving in this job well. Um, think about. How you, how you will serve, why this job is meaningful to you. As, as you think about the interview process tomorrow, think about what you would like to say about why this job is so meaningful to you and how you look forward to serving the population that you will serve in this position. Come to the interview with a, not with, from a from a position of understanding and I want to say the word power because many people go into interviews feeling very uncomfortable, very fearful, you know, because they're being interviewed. I would invite you to consider that this is not them interviewing you alone. This is you also interviewing them. And if you look at it from that perspective, it's a more of a balanced interaction because you are interviewing them because you should go with a list of questions about what you want to know about this position and this institution that you are interviewing with. So stand in your light, Marcia, knowing that you are purposed for this position, that it is definitely something that serves you to be in and, and be in the interview process in that way, in that type of energetic stance. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Because it's very different than when people come into an interview, especially for a first-time job, right, as a graduate. Mm-hmm. It, it's, a, it's a little daunting, right? But it isn't. They, they want you there. There's obviously a job there that they want to fill, so be, be in your uniqueness of who you are as an individual and focus on what's special about you that will really serve their population and find a way to share it in the interview process. And I would invite you to also do come with a list of what you want to know about them. Because whether you get the job or not, that's not the important part. How you are being in the experience of it and what you learn from it is. Does that make sense? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling, Marsha. I wish you great success. If you think of it, send me a message through my website. Let me know how it went. Okay? Okay. Thank you. I'd love to hear about it. Thank you. All right. And have a blessed rest of your evening. All right. Let me get my technology going here. Thank you so much, Marsha. All right. We're going to go now to Indiana going West and
2: we're going to speak with Nicole. Nicole, welcome to the show. How can we be of service tonight? Hi, thank you for taking my call. Um, Yeah, I like to know um, I like to know about this um, gentleman I've known for about two years Um, Me and him are not speaking right now but I have talked to somebody else um, another psychic um, they have told me that he's coming back I was wondering when he's going to come back and communicate with me again Okay
1: Hold on a second
2: can I know his name? Uh, his name's Donovan. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So Nicole, just breathe into your heart for me, honey. <clears throat> um, whether he's coming back or not is not what I'm being guided to share with you. So m- will you indulge me? Okay. Is that okay? All right. Sure. So, so the question that I'm being asked to ask you is. Do you know, and you don't even need to respond to it, except yes or no, do you know why you are not speaking at this time?
5: Uh, Distance.
1: Distance meaning just because you're not in the same community?
2: Uh, We're not in the same town, and both of us don't drive. We don't have a license, and we're both disabled. Okay. Okay.
1: So... What's interesting to me is that if you are not speaking, that if you are not able to be in this relationship where it's open communication that's mutual, that's mutually supportive, why do you desire it?
2: Because we have the best likes and same interests, and we just I enjoy around being his company and stuff like that. And it's hard for me to find friends to go out and do places because I am disabled and stuff mm. like that. And and we're like I said, we we have like same interests and stuff like that.
1: I hear you. And we
2: understand we we understand each other. And somebody that's normal, they don't understand me. They don't want to, they don't get me or anything like that.
1: I hear you and and I so appreciate everything that you're saying. But whether you are disabled or whether you have a license and you can drive or whether he lives in a different town or not is not the issue. If you weren't disabled and you still had a, and you had a license and you could drive. Right? Mhm. The relationship whether you can see each other or not, if there is a connection, then it would continue. So when people mm-hmm. stop talking to each other, there's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense to you? And, and, and so what happens is when we seek something or we want something that, that for whatever reason is not serving us and, and, and it is released from us for some reason, and we don't always know why, mm-hmm. but it has so many of the positive qualities, but not all of the ones that we need. Right. Right. If we're if mm-hmm. we're spending our time looking for something and spending our energy attracting something that can't be, no matter mm-hmm. how wonderful it is on many levels, then it's only a source of suffering. Okay. So my thought is this, my thought is this, is he coming back? Who knows? But if you want this relationship to go beyond just what it's been, then open up the door to have a conversation to explore, is that even possible given who the two of you are? Okay. If it's possible, given who the two of you are, then open up a dialogue to see what you can create with each other.
0: If after being
1: thoughtful about it, you decide, well, it it technically can't happen for whatever reason, then I invite you to let it go or shift your expectations of this relationship to be one of friendship that can Mm -hmm. be beautifully expressed in whatever way you guys can communicate with each other.
2: Okay.
1: Does that make sense to you? Yes, it does. Okay. And you can do the Ho'oponopono on this if it speaks to you. And the way that I would Uh, invite you to language it is when you have these feelings that don't feel good about the relationship, just say to whatever this feeling is, I love you, I'm sorry, please uh, forgive me and thank you, or just I love you or just thank you. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing that you can do with the Ho'oponopono prayer is the language is this, to whatever memory or data is in me that Mm -hmm. limits me finding my ideal partner or my ideal romantic partner that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. Okay. And just. Say it often and see how things shift for you.
2: Okay. Thank you. I really really appreciate it.
1: You are so welcome, Nicole. Thank you so much for calling into the show. You have a good rest of your evening, okay?
2: You too. Have a great night.
1: Thank you, honey. Blessings. Mm -hmm. Blessings. All right. Where am I going to? Let's see here. Hold on one second. Oh, my goodness. Let's see here. Well, interestingly enough, my other callers that I had, I don't see them now. Okay. That, had, that wanted to ask a question. We have a few people in the queue that don't want to ask a question. They just want to listen. So what shall we talk about until someone else calls in? That's a good question. So if anybody's listening, come on and call in. The guest call-in number is area code 619-924-9726. If you'd like to ask a question live on air, give us a call now, and we will be happy to serve you. And I know that there is a caller um, that's area code 478 that's in the queue that doesn't have um, a request for a question. If you changed your mind and you'd like to ask one, just press 1 on your phone. And so let's see, what shall we talk about? So I think that we can continue the conversation that we've been having with Patricia and Marcia and talking about the Ho'oponopono and how that can assist us in manifesting our heart's desire or addressing the things that are challenging for us, right? I'm going to consider some some of what we've been talking about and see what I can do to come up with some language for each of you that I know other people will also benefit from. And I hope that that will be a good choice for us. Okay. So one of the ways that we can language issues that come up for us about asking for help, right? So we can can say to whatever memory or data is in me, that that brings up this resistance to asking for help. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. So that's something that can be said often, especially when it's triggered, right? And whatever the feelings are that come up for us when we have this sense that we're struggling doing it by ourselves and the idea of doing it with help isn't there, right? So we can say, whatever this feeling is, if it's a fear, if it's um, if it's not just a resistant, it us say like just if it's a fear. So whatever this feeling is, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me and thank you, or just I love you, or just thank you, right? Well, we do have another caller. Okay, well, hold on one second. Um, we are going to welcome in caller to area, from area code 206. Welcome to the show. Will you share with us your first name and where you're calling from?
4: Lee from Washington State.
1: Well, good evening, Lee. Welcome. How can we be of service to you tonight?
4: I well, um, thank you for taking my call.
1: You're welcome. I
4: think it's my first time listening to you. Okay. Mm- I'm taking, you're doing psychic readings?
1: I am, from the Akashic Records, which is your soul's wisdom. So um, think of a question or an aspect of your life that you're having a challenge with. Don't worry about how to language it and just um, let me know what you would like some wisdom about.
4: Um, I think I
1: have fear of success. Okay. What makes you believe that? Uh, Because I can
4: want something and strive for it and then right before I achieve reaching whatever that might be um, there seems to be a blockage and this would be In a lot of areas of my life, like education, academic education, Mm -hmm. um, reliable transportation, Mm -hmm. um, a few biggies, you know, like that. But there's also the blockage would be you know, like devastating stuff like death or natural disaster or lack of funds. So okay. that's why it's posed more as a question.
1: Okay. So and, let's see what we can okay. let's see what we can bring in for you that speaks about the causes or the dynamics that are connected to your fear of success okay would that work for you if I ask the question in that way
4: yeah yeah. let's first let's see if that's it let's see okay. if I have that and then
1: a ah, that's a very good question okay good is, is a fear of success the cause for the struggles that you've been experiencing yes Good. Thank you. Okay.
2: All right. So just
1: go ahead and take a breath or two into your heart, Lee, for me. Just a gentle, focused breath into that beautiful heart center of yours. And let me see what I can bring through for you. So we're asking for what is the root cause for the challenges that you've been experiencing in different areas of your life? You know, is it a fear of success? And, and I want to say to you that it's not so much a fear of success; it is fear. Period. Fear it can be a very limiting emotion. Lee. It does not allow us to breathe into the experiences of life. It limits us in every aspect of our life, as it has for you. And this is this is an. An interesting energy. Uh, What I want to say to you about this fear is that um, it is very much the reason why it's so disabling to you is also because so much of it is not even yours. So there's not a lot that you can do about it. Can I ask you, um, do you feel other people's emotions when you're connected to them or when you're in groups?
4: Yeah, I always have. I've worked on that quite a bit. Okay. um,
1: Because I do sense that you are an empathic, and I am as well. So I understand that dynamic. And what I want to say to you is that you're still holding a lot of humanity fear that's not yours. I believe that. You know, and so
4: pinpoint a handful of major veins that I took on as fear, which is okay. interesting. They, you said humanity, cause I was thinking
1: more of the
4: family dynamics, but yes. Fear, it is.
1: It's, you can't, um, you think, can't separate it out. Yeah. Cause there's so much of it, you know, as, as a collective of fear, it's connected to everything, but because you're such an empath, you're also taking on more than just your family. And that's why we languaged it in the terms of humanity, because, because in essence, energetically, we're all connected, right? Mm-hmm. So, yes, so there, yes. there are two things that I would invite you to consider doing that will assist right. One is um, work with somebody that can help you create grids, G-R-I-D-S. I'm happy to do that with you if you'd like. Um, just reach out to me from my website, um, EileenTheHeartHealer.com forward slash contact. And let me know you want to schedule a session or, or schedule a, um, a complimentary heart healer session. And we can talk about how that might look for you. The, that link is also on the contact page. Because grids will help to limit the amount of sensory input from emotions that you've been taking on your entire life.
4: Okay.
1: that's okay, one. So
4: that's like a protection field.
1: Not, not from the place of fear protection for fear. It is protective in the way that it limits the amount of sensory input that comes into the matrix of light that is you. So it's less amounts of fear and emotion. That's not yours that you'll need to deal with. There are two grids okay. that I love to put in people that are empathic. And one is at the boundary of the, of the matrix of light that is you, your field. The other is in what we call your HARA, H-A-R-A, which is a part of the matrix that lives in a different dimension. And they're both very functional, supportive grids that you can work with consciously as well as have them work for you when you're not aware of them. It's effortless wow. to place them, and they're very functional. That's one. Sounds
4: okay? pretty exciting,
1: yes. I'm yeah, they're very wonderful, and they're very helpful to people that are empathic, believe me. The um, thing is that, that I invite you to start doing the Ho'oponopono if you have not ever done it before. I have. And I have. It's I very I would invite powerful. you to do it 24-7 then. Do it all the time. Okay. Okay. You know? Great. Be a walking great. I love you, I love you, I love you. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
4: Great, great. Okay, well that's that's a lot of homework, but it's all positive and
1: um yeah, I would Actually, not totally No no no. Don't make this work. Stop, stop, don't make this work, Lee. Work okay. makes us not want to do it. It sets up all of our <laughs> stuff about work. No. There's nothing for you to do here except make a commitment to say I love you a lot. Okay. That's it. That's not work. That's just a commitment to loving, saying I love you or I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, or just thank you. And just do it all the time as much as you can remember it. Put reminders in your phone. Put a sign up Mm -hmm. on your mirror in the bathroom. Make a little sign or whatever you do for a living. Doesn't matter. Just find a way to remind yourself. Do it as often as you can. The more you do it, the more the inner child within you, who manages the subconscious mind, which holds all the memory and data that is all this suffering, right? Right. The more the, the more the inner child will do the work for you, right. but you have to do it first. Correct. Just make a commitment to do it. That's all that you need to do. Nothing else. And if you okay, want to do the grids, then, then find somebody that will do it with you. If you don't want to do it with me and I'm not attached to it, just find the, the support that you need so that you can be in this body and be here now in a way that is empowering to you. All right, sweet and one? Your, yeah, and your website real
4: quick again, please. And it's on you. the
1: description of the show, but it's Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, the com.
4: Okay, thank you. Good night.
1: My joy. Lee, thanks so much for calling in tonight. We have one more caller. All right. We're gonna go to area code four oh seven. If you would share with us your first name and where you're calling from. Hi, Eileen. This is Lori and I'm calling from
5: Central Florida.
1: Well, Lori, welcome. You've got a you've got a Rhode Island area code on your phone. <laughs> All right, how can we be of service, sweetie? Yes. Um
5: I don't know if it's a blog or what I'm not going to qualify that. What I'm going to say is if you could um assist me, lead me, guide me into deriving an income. Um I, I love writing, I love creating, and I love taking care of of seniors and children. So, I don't know. Um I've been putting the effort, the energy into – my goal is deriving an income, a steady income, with the gifts that I have, and it hasn't manifested yet, so I don't know um, how to
2: bring hmm. it forth.
1: Okay. And, and your passions are writing and yeah. caring for the elderly, for seniors and children?
5: Teaching children, caring for the Teaching elderly. children and,
2: mm-hmm. and writing. Okay. And, All right. So well.
1: say that one more time, please. And elderly care as well, yes. Okay. All right. So just breathe into your heart center for me. Just helps me connect in with you a little bit more easily. All right, so we want to know any and all information that will assist Lori in understanding her limitation in financial abundance and how she can go forth and create it. What would be the best thing for her to focus on? Do you want to be an entrepreneur? Yes. Or do you want to work for someone?
5: I want to start to work for someone for the security and when I have my tent tent poles or my stability branch off into being an entrepreneur
1: but deriving an income is the ultimate goal. Okay, so this is the idea that I'm I'm being receiving for you and you can do both at the same time and I want to say Mm -hmm. to you, focus on caring for seniors if that's something that you love to do and start a concierge business. What that means is that you would be um, you would be providing a service that fills the needs of seniors, mm-hmm. particularly those that are not in community living, that are living independently. The things that help them to stay independent: food shopping, transportation to and from appointments. Um, making appointments for them, concierge services. Think of what a concierge does in a hotel. They know everything and anyone, anyone that visits the hotel and they want to know something about the city, they know the person that they want to give them to find a restaurant. They know the restaurants to go to. They know everything.
5: You're reading my mind. I just had the thought uh, not even an hour ago you're reading my mind. I ran into a senior... I had a very serendipitous meeting today. I went to go uh-huh. check about a yard And I said, I, I want to purchase antique teacups. She said, no problem. I'll bring them by your house. And I said, here. She said, no charge. And I go, no. She said, no charge. I said, I'm a writer. Let me write something for you. And she said, oh, thank you. And then I said, uh, she said... I'm about to put my mom in a home. And I go, no, don't do that. Most of the senior caretaker, her eyes and her jaws, her jaw just popped open. And
1: okay. So can- you have to decide. You just have to decide what do you want your business to look like? Do okay. you want to organize the care for someone or do you want to provide the care? You have to focus on one thing. It can be both and under the umbrella of a concierge business, Mm -hmm. but you want to be able to sit down and define exactly what that is, because if you're not clear about what it is, then you can't manifest it. This will bring you money. This Mm -hmm. will make you very financially abundant. And it's a beautiful way to bring in financial abundance with something that you're passionate about and that will bring you joy.
5: Yeah, I've done it before, and I really learned a lot. They were educating me. I just loved all the, everything that I was taught by the seniors that I took care of. I hear
1: you. I hear you. That is the best way to provide care to seniors is is to remind them of the value that they have at a time when they're not feeling it. They're just feeling like it's the end of their lives for many of them. So you have a great me. you have a great potential going here, sweetie. Um, just get organized and clear. Put a business plan together. Um, work with people that can coach you. And if you want to talk about this in a reading, a private reading, to get more details about it, I am happy to serve you. You just need to be in touch with me. Go to my website, set up a, a complimentary heart healer session. I can tell you what I can do for you. Um, within a reading structure and even perhaps make some recommendations for coaches for you. So it's up to you. I look forward to hearing from you if
2: you so choose. All right. Thank you. You're very
1: welcome. Much luck, Lori. I'm excited about this for you. Enjoy the Enjoy your moments with it. Okay. I will. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. I know we have some callers in the queue and I'm so sorry, but our time together has come to an end. I want to remind everyone that next Sunday and the following Sunday, we will not have a live show. I will be out of the country um on the ocean. So, I don't know how to do the show from a boat. <laughs> so, If I can figure that out, I will have RJ, our producer, change everything up, and we'll do some social media um, um, notifications, but as far as I know, I don't know that I can do it from there, which means that um, I'm on the air, let's see, Sunday the 27th. So please give us a call back at that time. Always remember, if you call in at 6.45 p.m. Eastern Time, you have a much greater chance of getting into the queue and for me being able to serve you with a complimentary reading on air. So we like to end the show with a conscious heart connection. So I'm just going to invite you with me very quickly. If you're not driving or operating heavy machinery at this time, close your eyes uncross your ankles and knees, uncross your arms, don't have them crossed. Relax your belly and just breathe into and out of that beautiful heart center of yours. Focus your breath there and do it often, not just now with me, but do it often throughout the day. For when you connect in with your heart center, you are connecting with the part of you that is your essence, your divine light of love, your soul essence, the place where your wisdom flows from, where you know everything. And that feeling of knowing comes to you when you connect with that wisdom, where you never question it. And I know you know what that feeling feels like. Breathing into and out of the heart center brings you directly, which empowers you to make conscious choices from that place of connectedness connected to your heart, to your wisdom, to your knowing, to
3: your love.
1: And the other beautiful thing that happens when you breathe into and out of your heart is that you create a waveform of love, love light, that emanates from you in all directions. It can't help itself. And it flows unimpeded because there are no boundaries to love, no blocks, nothing that can prevent its flow. And so imagine in your mind's eye that divine light of love flows down to the center of the earth just because you're breathing into and out of your heart center. So you benefit from it and you benefit others, all of humanity, Mother Earth. And when that love reaches the center of the earth, it expands in all directions, filling Mother Earth a gift of love to her for all she does for us and a gift of love to all who dwell within her. And it expands through the surface of the earth, a gift of love to all of us who dwell upon her. And it keeps going into our atmosphere, a gift of love to all who dwell above her. But it doesn't stop there. It just keeps flowing beyond our atmospheric boundaries out into the universe. A gift of love to everyone and everything. For it is beyond our knowing what is beyond our planet. Truly. And for a universe this big, we can't be alone here. And so this light of love expands back to the beginning, back to the source of all that is, or whatever you call it. And remember, what we send out comes back to us multiplied. So it's important that we are conscious as much as we can of who we are being in this relationship with ourselves and how we are being. With ourselves and others, because that's what we're creating. So imagine you just sent all that love out, and it's coming back to you, multiplied. So breathe in that light of love. See it vibrantly reflected in every cell in your body, from deep within through to your skin and including it and beyond. For this matrix of light that is you, that the body is just one part of, is quite expansive. And in this part of who you are, we are all connected,
3: all one. One light of love. And breathe.
1: Thank you, everyone, for joining me. I'm so grateful for your questions tonight from our callers. I wish you an exquisite couple of weeks. Know that you're loved so, so much. And if I can serve you in any way, reach out to me at EileenTheHeartHealer.com. That's who I am. I am Eileen the Heart Healer. It has been my joy to serve you this evening. I wish you a fabulous night. Good night and blessings of love and gratitude.